Welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I'm Matt Ford and I'm joined, I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by Chris Skull. Chris, welcome back. Good to be here. Great to be here, in fact. Great to be here on a day full of thrills and spills. Yeah, definitely. For our respective teams and for other teams as well. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And we had some, um, <laughs> hard to disagree really, um, we had some lovely baked goods in the studio. Yeah, thanks. we did. Well, I, West Ham are on 39 points. I presumed we were going to get at least a point against Cardiff, so I brought in the cakes. We ate them in anticipation of a 40-point party. <sighs> well, um, anyway, we can have a, that party perhaps another time. Yes. So that's, well, that means we get double cake. <laughs> uh, what else is in the show? Um, oh, a wonderful, oh my God. I'm so sorry. I've, I've reacted while we're... We're recording the podcast during a break and Forrest have just scored a third goal. Oh, it's a penalty for Joe Lolly. My word. I love Joe Lolly. He's the one that I've got on the back of my phone case. I've got a phone case of his shirt. I really my favourite footballer. He's really good at kicking the ball. <laughs> um, so there's loads going on. It's still happening. So this is almost like a live podcast now. Um, so enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Early goals in the early kickoff at Selhurst Park. I'm joined as well. I should say first, before we give you that update, it's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. I'm up for I'm joined by Chris Skull. Hello. Hello, Chris. Chris um, has been here before, star of the Quickly Kevin Willie Score mm. podcast. It's a pleasure to have you back in the studio, Great Chris. to be back. Great to be back again. Great to have you back. And what a start to the Saturday. What's the latest score at Selhurst Park? Palace 1, Brighton 2, Knockhart with an unbelievable goal. But the best thing about it, Glenn Murray's reaction. He just puts his head in his hands because he can't believe his teammate has done something that good. <laughs> it's an amazing Stunner. start. There's about 13 minutes left in what is a ferocious rivalry uh, between um, Brighton and Crystal Palace. But there's loads more action coming up later today. And Chris Skull has the rundown. As we approach the 33rd anniversary of the release of It's a Kind of Magic by Queen, is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? No, it's an inexplicable rivalry in our lunchtime kickoff as Palace Battle Brighton. The game currently 2-1 to Brighton. Huddersfield are looking like a rocket ship on their way to the championship. On a collision course, they are a satellite. They are out of control. 13 points adrift, they take on Bournemouth at three. Pressure on people, people in the stands at the John Smith Stadium to watch that one. It's Leicester versus Fulham at the Walker Stadium and having broken Broken free from Celtic, we find Brendan Rodgers managing the Foxes at home for the first time. This time he knows it's a real chance to cock up some Premier League points after losing in the 92nd minute last week away to the Hornets. At St James's Park, Newcastle take on Everton with Rafa Benitez insisting this week he'll only stay beyond the summer if he has the tools to help avoid relegation in future. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Spare him his life from this monstrosity. Southampton take on Tottenham at St Mary's as Pochettino returns to the South Coast. Like a shooting star leaping through the sky and Argentine defying the laws of gravity. Spurs flash in third, Southampton under pressure in 17th. And Fordy, are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Yes! Forrest take on Hull at the city ground and everything you have to know, you'll hear it on your radio. In the evening kickoff, City take on Watford with the Sky Blues back on top of the Premier League. Pep no doubt keeping the celebratory Moe Eshandon in his pretty cabinet for opening in May. Javier Gracia's Hornets will need to be fastidious and precise to nick anything in that one. But the big one, we'll all be waiting for the hammer to fall in the Welsh capital this <laughs> afternoon as Cardiff take on West Ham with the hammers on 39 points and therefore a mere one point from the arbitrary and hypothetical 40-point barrier. That'll ensure safety for another year and trigger my 40-point party. <laughs> 40. 40 
really matters. Anyone can see. <laughs> 40 really matters. Oh. 40 really oh. matters to me. This is incredible. <laughs> it's a different level of genius. <laughs> this is just... I feel like... I feel like the first time I heard Don't Look Back in Anger or something like that. I feel like it's such, an, a, such a special feeling. And it doesn't matter that you didn't hit the target, because yeah. it is. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, Chris Skull, what a pleasure to have you here. Good to be here. So many queen puns in there. I know. It's impossible yeah. to keep track of them all. I know. Nick is in a twist over that one. Was that a Queen song? No. All right. <laughs> but it sounded like it could have been. Yeah, it could have been, could have been a B-side. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Oh, my word. The kickoffs for most of the games are at three. We'll keep you updated on the latest between Palace and Brighton. There's about ten minutes left in that and loads more besides. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Still 2-1 to Brighton away at Palace with about five minutes to go. Welcome to Rock and Roll Football with Matt Ford and Chris Skull. Um, it's a pleasure to be here back in central London. I was in Stafford last night and that's, Stafford was lovely. Um, but I, um, I booked a hotel on the internet and it was one of those silly... I think everyone does this sometimes. You think, you know what? I might just try a sort of cheaper option and see how it works out, right? I turned up at this place and it looked nothing like it looked like on the internet. And it was right next to the court, which I thought was like a real... I was like, oh, man. I go in, and um, there's a guy in, like, the... You can't even call it reception. Like, this thing was like a huge factory. So I go in, and there's a guy there, and I thought, oh, man, he looks like a young offender. <laughs> and he's, he's sort of tattoos and everything, and, like, gaunt. I feel really bad for saying this because he was a nice bloke, but I was like, um... Excuse me, it's the hotel round here. And he went, oh, yeah, 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 I'll just sign you in. And he was the manager of this place. So wow. I was like, oh, man. I'm walking down the corridors, and they're like big, wide corridors. It was like an old borstal or something. There's signs everywhere saying, remember, you are on CCTV. <laughs> Takes me up over... Like, I was literally on, like, a wing. So I was like, this has definitely been some form of penitentiary. And then um, he shows me into my room. <laughs> and it was, like, the coldest... He said, oh, we forgot to put the heat in on. I was like, right... And the, the door didn't feel very secure, and I could hear, like, people shouting in other parts of the building. I was like, is this, um... This is a hotel, isn't it? It was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He says, but we do have some people here that stay here for quite a while. Um, we do, like, co-living, so you can just live here if you like. I was like, oh, no, 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 I wasn't asking for me. Like, <laughs> you can just live here. I'll be fine. He then closes the door, and I sort of had a look around. And it is, because it's near the court, I imagine a lot of people stay there the night before the trial, or, or the night after if they're found guilty, because it was... Like, it felt like a, a place of punishment. <laughs> so I sort of sat there for a bit and then um, basically legged it. Just what? Walk, just walked out, just went. Just didn't even say anything. Just got my bag. I was like, I don't feel... You know, I'll tell you what happened. I thought, I'm going to sleep with the door, the um, chair up against the door tonight because <laughs> I don't feel secure. And then I thought, you know what, I'll just go on Booking.com and see what people have said. The first review said, I was so scared, I slept with the chair against the door. <laughs> I was like, I'm out of here, I'm gone. And just left. And then at the gig, I was like, has anyone heard of this place? And they said, no, no, no. I said, oh, I think it's an old factory. And they all went, oh, yeah, don't stay there. It's awful. Someone said, I stayed there one night, and there were, like, um, drug addicts in one room and a pen party in the next, and it all kicked <laughs> off. I was like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm never going back. Do you reckon the general manager of the morning, was, it was like Shawshank Redemption? Right, everyone out. And it, where's Fordy gone? <laughs> hey there, fuzzy britches. <laughs> There's a hole in the wall. Yeah, he could have used the exit. He didn't need to tunnel out. He only booked it on the internet. Oh, man, I was so scared. Oh, and then I stayed. Instead, I got a room above a pub. 
So you went hunting for another room? I, I, you know what? I went for a stroll. I went to Greg's and got myself a baguette. And while I was in there, booked a different place. I was like, oh. And I'll tell you what, the weight that had lifted off me when I booked <laughs> that other place. So you got, And for the first time ever, I left a TripAdvisor review this morning. Oh, have you? On the train home, I was like, I can't, I can't, um, I can't, the public needs, you know, other people need to know. I'm obviously not going to name the place. <laughs> Should I produce Daisy? Daisy's shaking her head faster than I've ever seen. I obviously won't name it, but it, it's just, if you're going to Stafford, just be careful where you book. Imagine spending your last night of freedom there. Oh, like, well, it well, might prepare you for a, for a long stretch. That's it. The prison would be a sweet release. Yeah, you like, go, great. actually, this is, I got upgraded. Yeah, like, Please yeah. send me down. The, the next 30 <laughs> years won't be as hard as last night. So it's a pleasure to be with you, to be alive, because you do genuinely think sometimes, this is where it's all going to... So that's not going to end. <laughs> I thought I had problems, but Daisy Knight, our producer, a swimmer's ear. How did you get it, Daisy? From the bath. From the bath. <laughs> Got swimmer's ear in the bath. Just... Were you swimming in the bath? How big's your bath? Uh, who's putting their head under in the bath, <laughs> by the way? I can't get my... I, can't, I can barely fit in my bath, but that's... I mean, that's to do with weight gain as well as the size <laughs> of the You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. New single from Muse. They're covering Michael Bublé. <laughs> Interesting direction for a glam rock band. Uh, well, <laughs> glam rock. <laughs> is it glam rock? <laughs> How would you call what? What, what <laughs> genre is Muse? Space rock. Space rock. Is that real? Wow. <laughs> is that <laughs> I think Brendan might be joking, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, space rock. Yeah, yeah. I've got yeah, those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Now, last week we launched the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Football Club. And <laughs> what we need you to do, I feel like I've always explained this so badly, is get in touch with us and tell us which team we should support today. I'm guessing that you would pick your own. Text us 8, 12, 15, and as a show, we will root for you. Last week we rooted for Plymouth Argyle. Um, so this week, pick a three. It has to be a three o'clock kickoff today, otherwise, really, it's pointless. So let us know why we should be supporting your team today. Tweet us at RNR Football or text us eight twelve fifteen, and that game will be featured if you like throughout the show. Um, so this is the second meeting of the Rock and Roll Football Supporters yeah. Club. So um, we've got Daisy here, Brendan, and Chris. We're, who's, we, do, who's doing minutes? Well, yes. Minutes? Could, would you mind taking the minutes? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah for the whole yeah. show. Yeah. A very yeah, song we're playing. One, take minutes. Okay, Chris Cole. Is, <laughs> so you, you're happy to be um, branch secretary for today? Yeah. yeah. Um, any other business? Um, can, I, can I encourage people from yeah. some various... Like, I think AFC Wimbledon are at home to Doncaster today. I think AFC Wimbledon have always been a, people, a generic second team. Sorry, so, c- c- Chris, can I just ask, did, did you submit this in advance I, of the agenda? I didn't, actually. I, no. And therefore, I'd like to withdraw that comment. <laughs> OK. I'll tell you what we can do it now. We've got a new item on the agenda, withdrawn comments. So <laughs> you, you can raise it here if you like. Um, Bolton at home to Millwall today as well. Bolton, you know, used to be a great team. Still are to some people. People in Bolton hissing at the flipping... (laughs) (laughs) My word. So, but you were saying AFC Wimbledon, you think? Yeah, AFC Wimbledon. But we we need that encouragement from listeners to to go with this. Yes, that's right. We need need validation. But it has to be fan-driven. It has to be grassroots. This is about designing solutions with end users in mind. (laughs) This is about multi-platform engagement, guys, okay? I can't make it any clearer than that. Yeah. This is about synergy between online and on air. This is about the total brand. So look, hopefully you guys get that. Yeah. We're taking the listenership with us today. Yes, we are. But we need you to maybe maybe it is who are AFC Wimbledon playing again? Um they're playing at home Just check the BBC against Doncaster website. Rovers. Yeah. Oh, see I had the best steak well, I ever had in Doncaster. 
That's a good reason. It is. The peppercorn sauce was... It was an Italian restaurant in Donny. I can't remember for the life of me what it was Harvester? called. No. <laughs> Harvester? Beef Harvester. Beef eater. I don't think they've got those in Donny, have they? <laughs> is there a beef eater? They've got in running Donny? water and electricity, all kinds of things. <laughs> It was an amazing steak, though. It really was. I've remembered it to this day. <laughs> Better than any steak I've had anywhere in the world, including New York. That's how good the steak is wow. in Donny. Wow. So maybe we should be rooting for Doncaster. But any excuse, any reason, get in touch. 8, 12, 15, tweet us at R&R Football. It has to be a three o'clock kickoff today. Chris Scully saying AFC Wimbledon. Yeah, or Crawley Town, a home to Grimsby Town. Never met a Crawley fan. So if you're out there, I'm presuming there's one or two. There must be a Crawley fan out there. Listening. There Could must be. be. Could be you. That is a yes. So even if you don't want us to support Crawley, just let us know you're out there. <laughs> right, Texas eight twelve fifteen for the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Football Rock and Roll Club. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Full time whistle has gone at Selhurst Park. Chris, what's the final score? Final score: Crystal Palace one, Brighton two, and that means that Brighton have done the double over Palace for the first time since 1984. Wow, great stat! And you're a West Ham fan, guilty. As you mentioned in your um, wonderful introduction, today could be the day that you hit 40. 40 points, and I've brought in some cakes to celebrate, (laughs) and we're so confident we've already eaten two of them. (laughs) Yeah, so away at Cardiff. The 40-point party has already begun. (laughs) And then, I mean, do you? Realistically, there would be no risk of you going down this year at this point. But does it is, is it still there in the back of the mind a little it, bit? When you're on 39 points, it'll always be there. <laughs> but that could end today. It could end today. No, I hope it does. Um, and hopefully there won't be any abuse. I mean, we saw last night, I know we saw the Hibs-Rangers game last night where a supporter gets onto the pit or tries to get on the pitch and confronts uh, Tavernier, who plays for... I think I've pronounced that right. Taverner? Let's go with it. Taverner, Tavern... Uh, Taverner. Confronted a Greek tavern. Yes. <laughs> and to be fair to the Rangers guy, like he doesn't leg it. He sort of shoves the bloke back. Right. But you don't want to. You don't want to see abusive behaviour in football. It is sad, and then it does. It distracts from everything else. But um, Luis Suarez was on the wrong end for once of uh, some abusive behaviour. Um, Sergio Regulon. 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 I'm not very good with names this morning. Um, it, during the game, uh, he's caught on camera saying to him. Don't touch me, don't touch me. Man, you're ugly. You're really ugly. You're so ugly. <laughs> During a football match, fully grown men saying that to each other. I know. It's those insults that you get. Like, remember when you play football? Like, I remember once someone said, uh, Don't worry about tackling him, leave him alone. He's rubbish. <laughs> oh! Like, you, you hear oh. that, you're like, Oh. Oh. I mean, yeah. But, <laughs> but then I suppose you're given all the space you need. Yeah, exactly. But was that said about you? Yeah, yeah like two, te- two opposition teammates going, don't worry about tackling him, he's rubbish. But so I could hear. Oh, that, you, I, oh. You know, the, the other classic as well is like, if you have a shot and it goes miles wide, and the defender goes, all day long. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God, classic. that's horrible. That is, but I imagine you're quite good at football. No, but I, I mean, this partially inflated ball here, I can do at least four kick-ups, but I think that's the, that's the, the top of my that's still You're still miles ahead of me. Um <laughs> I, I don't. I, I can't. I must have used your mum as an insult. I think I yeah. use it more now than I did as a child. Well, you told me when you used to play football, you would do the commentary as well. So yes. if a mate is messed up, surely you're doing commentary. Yes, going, that's right. Oh, yeah. He's embarrassed himself. There. <laughs> I would do it all the time. Well, that's what weight gain will do to a player. <laughs> Waddling around on the left wing, diabolical football. That crowd starting to get on his back. Um, I still use your mum. I've developed a really bad habit when I'm on um, public transport and it'll say, this train terminates at, and I'll go, your mum's house. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just a little thing to myself. 
Is that tragic? <laughs> no, you're like a modern version of the guy from Police Academy. <laughs> Doing the voices. What was his name? Uh, I can't remember. Hightower or what? Oh, no, was that his name? No. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Lewis has got in touch from Doncaster and says the best steak is from Doncaster from an Italian restaurant called San Remo. That might be it. Dom says it's got to be Stafford Rangers for the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club tonight to make up for last night. Uh, I'm going to veto that because I haven't got Stafford Rangers on my score, my screen for the score. Yes, if they're not featured on the BBC <laughs> on the BBC website, <laughs> then we can't use it. So we need a league team, really. Um, get in touch eight twelve fifteen and tweet us at RNR Football. Who should we be supporting today? News from Chris Scott. We've got Rebecca Grocott who says, although my husband Alex's team is Southend, I am rooting for Blackpool today. So we've got Southend and Blackpool <gasps> potentials. Ah, potentials. Yes. And with Blackpool, the fans are finally going to start going back to the stadium today. After everything that's happened. Blackpool is a big, big shout today, ladies and gentlemen. You've got... How long have you got? What time is it? I don't know what time it is. You got... You got... You got 20 minutes. (laughs) Oh, I mean... If I was more professional, I could have just looked around while talking, saying, look, you've got plenty of time coming up, all the time in the world, and then just find a camera and go, just over 20 minutes to get in touch. But instead... Um, So you've got 20 minutes. I don't think we're going to beat Blackpool. No, that's a very good story. That's it's a very, a very good, good story. It feels like destiny. Yeah. So they probably will lose, but nevertheless, <laughs> uh, we will be supporting them today. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Now, we've asked for a suggestion on which team we should, should support today. I think Blackpool is a good suggestion because for the first time in a very long time, thousands, around 15,000 Blackpool fans uh, are going to go and watch them at home at Bloomfield Road because it's the first home match since Owen Oyston was removed as a director. The club's now in control of Paul Cooper and a four-man board. So thousands of Blackpool fans can finally go back and watch their team. So it feels like we should be supporting them at home today against Southend United. But do text us on 8 12, 15, and tweet us at R&R Football if you would rather us support. You can have that. Is there a better story than this in football today? Well, two of our listeners, Louise and Linda, think so. Uh, Chris Cole, Linda, uh, the Grimsby fan, yeah. has got in touch. And what's, what's she saying? Linda says, support the mighty Grimsby town who will have more fans in the away end than Crawley will have in the home end. And then another text from Louise. I'm a listener that lives in Crawley. I follow Crawley Town FC's results because I live there, being a Palace fan and having an awful result earlier. I shouldn't admit that to either. I shouldn't admit to either. <laughs> Too late. Too late. National radio. <laughs> Hello. Um, yeah, Louise and Linda going head to head today in the big one. I mean, of Crawley all the Grimsby. beefs, I mean, you get you get Liverpool <laughs> United, obviously Old Firm, the the, uh, the El Clofico in the East, but has never had. Uh, I was never previously aware of the Grimsby-Crawley bad blood. Whatever way we go into picking our team today, I think Craw- you know, Crawley-Grimsby, we're going to have to keep an eye on this one. <laughs> it could be... It, could, it sounds Spicy. like it's going to kick off. Wow. In a way, I mean, the thing is, we obviously don't want anyone... To, here at Rock and Roll Football, we do not condone poor behaviour on the football pitch, but I do love red cards and, like... <laughs> When, when they all gather around the ref and stuff like that. But nothing ever really happens, does it? No. Someone will go down holding their face, yeah. but they weren't really touched. Yeah. Does that happen in League Two? Do people like... You probably don't get... I think it's like Premier League prima donnas do that. But in That's League Two, really I, I would imagine, you know, Crawley Grimsby, like no one's going down. Toe-to-toe, yeah. trading blows. Yeah. It's like when it kicks off in ice hockey. Yeah. <laughs> but, but on a football pitch. Yeah. Yeah, especially like, Sunday league, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's like a game in the sixties or something. It's just like it's, it's not even football. It's just fighting. <laughs> some bloke turns up in a Vauxhall Nova with like a baseball bat. And some yeah. dogs. The referee blows a whistle and they just charge at each other with bats, <laughs> like the start of gangs in New York. Oh, see the heart and soul of football, <laughs> as That's it real, should be. Proper football. <laughs>
You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It is decided. We are, as a Rock and Roll Footballers Supporters Club footballers, Rock and Roll Football Football... I can't... I'm genuinely getting the name of it, the supporters thing that we're doing. It's going to be, we're supporting Blackpool at home to Southend. Oh, which is a seaside town clash. Oh. Two seaside towns. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hot dogs and chips and things like that. Rock. What else? Uh, candy floss. Yeah. And um, um, low-level antisocial behaviour. <laughs> is that right? Is that fair? Yeah, deserted in the winter. Deserted in the winter. A low-level urban decay, kind yeah. of uh, Brexit. Yeah. Um, uh, and no one, everyone goes to Benidorm now. <laughs> But we do love them, and <laughs> yeah. you get a great you get a great portion of chips at the seaside. Donkey rides, pigeons taking your um, Mr. Whippy. Yeah, um, uh, dogs on the beach, burnt faces in the summer in the outdoor pasties. pub garden. Pasties. pasties Is that what yeah. you think of pasties? No, mm. <laughs> I'm rejecting that one. Yeah, it doesn't. What? Uh, Daisy, if you, is that what you do when you go to the seaside? Yeah, pa- pasties, as we all know, pasties, pasties are Cornish miners. <laughs> yeah, but I'd never thought oh, I was a baking hot day. <laughs> I'm down to my trunks. I just get, I just, I either go for a dip or eat a massive pasta. What's going to refresh me more? <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's Blackpool we're rooting for today, so there we go. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Like what? <laughs> Sound of an air horn. The air horn has sounded because, oh, Chris, God, I, I mean, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to explain what's happening here. Take down the bunting on my forty-point party. <laughs> Cardiff one, West Ham nil. Junior Hoyler. Oh dear. Oh mate. <sighs> gonna have to cancel the volivants. We're all sat around joking about what an easy three points that's gonna be. About a rubbish Cardiff are. <laughs> What has happened there? I don't know. We've won our last seven meetings in League and Cup against Cardiff, and it seems to be going wrong today. Well, actually, in a way, you've, put, you've, you've started correctly because you've given yourself the maximum amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Almost They'll maximum. be nervous with that lead. They will, and yeah. they're right to be. Um, <laughs> well, who knows how... Uh, uh, who? Uh, <laughs> I've had a coffee, and it's scrambled yeah. my brainwaves. And I've given you one of those big jam cakes. It was just 90% jam. I'm simultaneously wired and <laughs> crashing at the same time. It's really... You know, it's like the end of the night when you'd have, like, a Jaeger bomb or something. Yeah. But you are drunk and you're tired, but you're so yeah. awake while it's happening. Yeah. It's not waking up during surgery. <laughs> like, I can't move, but I can, I can, I'm aware of what's happening. Oh, man. Oh, dear. Junior Hoyler. Who knows how he's celebrated? Because Mario Balotelli, he's still going, um, scored against Saint-Étienne in the week. And his goal celebration, he got a phone and took a selfie on Instagram. Story, it was a story, so it was a little video. No way. Yeah, it was a little video of him and his teammates celebrating. Oh, I mean, firstly, I'm not into, like, selfies and stuff like that. But that potentially could have gone very wrong. Yeah. Excuse me, mate, yeah, just give me your phone, mate. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Ah, you haven't got the app on it. Can I just... What's the passcode? Yeah, sorry, has anyone got the... For the Wi-Fi? No, but then, (laughs) then the thing... I don't even know how you do it. Oh, it's a different phone. Is this an Android? Would have been a nightmare. I know. Like the admin involved in planning it as well. So he's got like the, has he got guys all over the pitch, depending on where he scores from, he knows to go to a guy and they've all got phones ready. Yeah. I thought it was really a bit of fun, point. but then you get into the admin and you just think, how has this happened? I mean, it's a good job he wasn't doing it when we were growing up because he'd have had to do it with one of those disposable cameras <laughs> where you push the side down to charge yeah, yeah. the um, flash. Yeah. But, Hang on, just, yeah, any minute now. But you never had selfies back then. So people have been like, what are you doing? Yeah, and then he'd have had to leave the stadium, go to Boots, yeah. 
wait there while they were yeah. processed, yeah. then come back to the stadium three days later. Yeah, and if the flash didn't go off, they'd have one of those stickers saying the quality, <laughs> the, the light quality isn't good enough. Yeah, then there'd be definitely one teammate would have taken some naughty pictures. <laughs> there'd be a severe word. Yeah. I remember someone on a school trip did that with some guy's phone. Took some silly pictures, let's shall we say. <laughs> and then when his dad went to get them processed at boots like the police were <laughs> Really? Really shouldn't laugh. Yeah, I mean it was it was all easily explained, obviously, <laughs> but like they were like, oh <laughs> let's call him Graham. His dad, um Graham's dad like got arrested because I mean the more I'm telling this story, the more horrific it's becoming. Graham's dad, if you're still listening from prison, just want to say um <laughs> firstly thanks for listening to the show. Secondly, an unusually long sentence for really what was a bit of horseplay. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Currently goalless Blackpool against South End. Mm. Oh, very exciting. I've never been to Blackpool away. We had them in the playoffs a few years ago, and Chris Cohen scored a, a cracking early goal. But then, as was the case with every playoff experience in Nottingham Forest, we never made the final. But there we go. West Ham still one nil down, Chris. Yeah, still one nil down. Apparently, Cardiff playing really well. Fantastic news. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I suppose with this party, this forty-point party, yeah, yeah. we're just deferring it. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, you have it next sadly. weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've already eaten half the cake, so don't know how that's going to work. We just have to we just have to get more well, that means if we have another party next weekend, we have more cake. Yeah. Great. So West Ham actually have done us a great favor and done their fans <laughs> a great favor by out. dragging this out, yeah. Um now footballers and the way that they think is often um people are cynical about footballers, aren't they? And they think that they're silly and stuff like that or or not particularly bright. But a lot of them are not just intelligent but have, are blessed with great depth. There's an amazing interview with Jesse Lingard and Marcus Rashford um, that has been made public. Um, Je- I mean, I think this is a fascinating insight into how Jesse Lingard thinks. Before the last game, we're reading like the match day programme and he's looking at pictures of us all. So this is Rashford talking about it. He nudges me, but I've got my headphones in. And then I'm like, what? And he goes, Rash, is that odds? And he starts touching his own face and then touching the paper and he goes, we actually play for you. <laughs> He's like, how do we know though? That is us, how do we know? You actually don't know though? No, but you do. You don't. You do. You don't. Right, just think for, for five seconds. Your face might not be my crush's face, I don't know. Who is it then? Who is it then? I don't know, it might be oh. no. I mean, that is deep philosophy. That is deep. That is down the rabbit hole. Jesse Lingard <laughs> doesn't know if he's Jesse Lingard. Isn't that amazing? Saying to Marcus Rashford, that, that guy in the programme, that picture, it, how do you know that's you? It could be someone else. I mean, I Just, suppose it's kind of like Matrix kind of level stuff. He's fundamentally questioning the fabric of his own existence. In, the, in a dressing room as well, that clip is in a dressing room. That's right. I quite like how positive it makes him sound. Because yeah. he's like, oh, we play for United and isn't that great... Yeah. But also, it is odd that he would maybe score... Like, he scored for, for England at the World Cup. Yeah. And while he's celebrating, he's thinking, what's that me? <laughs> is this how I do that? Yeah. I can't figure it out. There's yeah. something very strange going on here. And do you think when he wins Man of the Match, it's like, oh, congratulations, Jesse, on your Man of the Match award. How do you feel? Well, it's a little bit difficult to enjoy because <laughs> what is life is just a momentary <laughs> blip of consciousness amongst an infinite vacuum. <laughs> All yeah, right, I'll, Jesse. I'll, I'll give this to Jesse when I see him, yeah. <laughs> you are Jesse Lingard. <laughs> what? Yeah. I love the fact that he's got such a creative mind. Yeah, no. Is it distracting him? You know, is he is he losing markers on corners because he's, you know, reading Descartes or whatever? <laughs> it would be amazing if this became a modern football problem. 
that they became too philosophical. <laughs> Yeah, I circled him here at the back post. You can see when he started <laughs> contemplating his own existence. It's happening all the time at the moment in the Premier League. I don't know who that was. That was just a generic. I've always had a theory that the Scottish accent is probably the best one for punditry. Yes, yeah, go-to, isn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great finish. Sloppy defended. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes, and I'm a proud Englishman, part of me thinks, I'd love to find out that I've kind of got Scottish heritage. Do you ever think that? Yeah, I know what you mean. I love the France 98 uh, Scotland, Scotland shirt. That was oh, great. The Euro 96 Scotland shirt with the tartan watermark. Yeah. High quality stuff. I know. I mean, well, well, this is it. This is how it starts. This is how Lingard probably started. He's going, am I? Am I? You know, maybe I am part Scottish. Do you think that's how the, Scot- the Scottish nation disintegrated as a footballing force? Because Colin Hendry <laughs> did, just couldn't understand his own existence. <laughs> This is the beginning of the end. This is what happened. But this is it. You start going, well, maybe I'm not English. And then you end up going, am I a human being? What are we? What is energy? Is it a flat earth? Yeah, isn't that what Ali McCoy said on Question of Sport just right towards the end of his career that really just ended Scottish football? Really? Oh, mate! Oh, I'm such a fool! Right, I can't even... Oh, no. I'm so gullible. I'm embarrassed. Right, I need a break. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Breaking news. There is currently at least one goal in every game in the Premier League at the moment. Chris Skull, what is happening out there? Goals everywhere. Matt Cardiff still 1-0 up against West Ham. Huddersfield nil. Bournemouth 1. Leicester 1. Fulham nil. Newcastle nil. Everton 1. And Spurs have just gone 1-0 up at St Mary's. Harry Kane controlling a Deli Alley cross and slotting it home. And in our, the big one... Is it Blackpool? We've gone with Blackpool, haven't yes, we? Yes, Blackpool against Southend. Oh, well, Blackpool at home to Southend and they're 1-0 down. Oh, Southend no. have scored. With the kiss of death, the rock and roll football kiss of death oh, for Blackpool. Oh, no. And all those people have oh, come for the people. first time. I know. Um, you should you should be aware, dear listener, that um, Chris Skull did that with two sets of headphones on his head because he picked up the wrong set, but just seamlessly <laughs> broadcasted to the nation as if nothing was happening. That is professionalism. The sort of composure seen on a mic, not since Churchill broadcast to the country <laughs> from his bunker underneath the treasury. Oh, my word. What is happening? Yeah. Poor old Blackpool. Oh, man. Don't know why we came back. Well, do you know what? They, they, they may, even if they lose today... Oh, wow. Penalty to Newcastle. Who's... Well, let's just see what happens here. Yeah, so Newcastle, 1-0 down against Everton, 27 minutes on the clock. This is exciting. This is exciting, the isn't poor, it? poor, poor Blackpool people. Oh, I ain't come for four years and now here I am. I can't believe it, we're 1-0 uh, down. We're 1-0 uh, down. And Everton have a, jo- a joint high four red cards in this season's Premier League, but we don't know what penalty there's going to be for the giving away this I love this penalty. sort of not knowing when you can't sit, when you don't have eyes on the game. It's a bit... So all I've got is a, tele- is a Twitter feed, which is a bit like teletext, isn't it? <laughs> it's modern teletext. Mol- modern teletext. That's a really good point. In the future, people will go... When, in the noughties, in, in the teens, what is this period called until we get into the 20s? The pre-20s? Ten, the tens? The tens? We used to have to get our scores live on Twitter. There was none of this modern headset stuff where it was beamed into your eyes. I, used to have to, I don't know why I'm now doing everyone as Peter Kay. <laughs> oh, no, we're 1-0 down. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, like um, here we go. Newcastle. Here we go. They're Over the ball. A, they're going to take a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> we still know that much. Oh, come on. Yeah, we are I'm just, just hitting refresh here. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to wait and see what happens. Yeah. 
Um, I've got a stat though. Newcastle have won four consecutive league games at St James's Park, considering just one goal recently. So that's <sighs> they're, they're doing well at home. They're doing very well. We're going to have to come back to this. This penalty's taken ages. If anyone is watching this game or is at it, I mean, firstly, <laughs> if you're listening to us while you're at the game, fair play. But um, text us. What the hell is happening out there? 8 12 15. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Another goal in the Premier League drama, Chris Skull. Let's go back to St James's Park. We knew it was a penalty to Newcastle. They're 1-0 down to Everton. Matt Ritchie steps up to take it. Jordan Pickford saves the penalty. Oh. Then Everton race up the pitch. Richarlison slots home. <gasps> it's now 2-0 to Everton. Unbelievable drama. Oh, my word. Scenes. And... Um... A couple of people got in touch. Yes, we did. Because um, we, we didn't know what had happened with that penalty. There was no update to the score, but of course it had been saved. With a text from someone who just said, missed it. And then Ben and T-Dog said, penalty saved. Ben and T-Dog, what are they up to T-Dog. She loves this tea. Do you know what? Classic T-Dog to text in to tell us as well. Very helpful young man. I have mean, realised, actually, in asking people to text us what's going on, <laughs> completely reverses the point of the show. <laughs> The whole show was... We're meant to be telling you the scores. The whole show was just us not looking at any social media news. Just sat in a studio waiting for the public to text us yeah. and let us know what the scores are. I can bring a bit of news, though. Yes. Blackpool have equalised. It's now 1-1. One, one. Oh, amazing! No That's sooner. it, they're going to turn it around. Come on, you tangerines. Oh, I'm feeling better now. <laughs> feeling a wee bit better now. Got that feeling back in my feet. The donkey rides are doing a fine business this afternoon oh, if, it's, if, they, if they can pull this I'm back. I'm so happy. Oh, they must be so happy. Of course they are. They just scored. Um, we will keep you updated on Blackpool <laughs> against Southend and all the Premier League games as well, where it's high drama and a goal in every game, at least a goal in every game so far. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Half-time whistles going across the UK. And do let us know, by the way. Now, what do you think of this, Chris? Um, we've got a text here from Johnny, who's an Everton fan. Yes. And he says, sorry for saying, just missed it, but I'm at the game, but at the game, and Everton scores. But I can't text, I've got my headphones in listening to you guys. Yeah, there's a man at the Newcastle-Everton game <laughs> updating us on what's happened by text. What a world. Well, I mean, this is just incredible that he's listening to music. And obviously... Top chat whilst <laughs> at a Premier League football match. Yeah. If anyone else is listening to us at games today, do text us and let us know at 8, 12, 15. Um, now, some celebrities uh, don't just go to games, of course. They, they get to see the training session. Michael McIntyre, top comedian Michael McIntyre, um, checked in on uh, Spurs ahead of their um, game against Dortmund and was able to um, watch them train. Yeah. Um but the way it was reported in some of the papers was, you know, McIntyre um, comes into the Tottenham training camp as if he was going to play. <laughs> but he, was, he was only there watching. So when I first saw the headline, I was like, is this going to be some sort of charity match? And it obviously wasn't. But, um, I mean, it would be amazing, wouldn't it? Up front today for Tottenham, Harry Kane and Michael McIntyre <laughs> has passed a final last-minute um, fitness test. No, I did enjoy the game. I did. I enjoyed playing. <laughs> I did try and score at the end, by the way. And the goalkeeper, I didn't even He saved the ball. Goalies, why do goalies always do this? They always... And they touch it with their hands, don't they? No one else ever can. No one can touch it with their hands, but the goalies can. And they catch the ball and they say, no, daddy. <laughs> Oh, I thought it would be quite distracting for the opposition. He's just walking around, just telling gags. Hello! 
<laughs> Could be a secret weapon. Before you take the penalty, let me just... My wife does this, by the way, with penalties. The way she puts on her football kit is at least erotic way. No, go, you take the penalty. I'll wait here. <laughs> I can't tell him it's like, uh, what cartoon character does that sound like? No, it's a, li- a little bit of Frank Spencer. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... I can't even do Frank Spencer. What sort of impressionist am I? Oh, Betty, the cat did a whoopsie on the carpet. Oh, hang on. Oh, <laughs> What's he sound? Can you have a go and I'll try and... Oh, fly. Betty, the cat did a whoopsie on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... That's better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> that was my Michael McIntyre impression. Sorry. <laughs> You're listening to Rocket... Why do they always have rock and roll, by the way? Does rock always roll? Some rocks roll. <laughs> This is so bad, right? right. <laughs> Rock and roll football. Half times around the country. We'll keep you updated on all the big matches in the Premier League. And, of course, we're hoping for Chris that uh, West Ham win today. And Blackpool, no sooner did we start backing them than they equalised. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I can't believe I haven't told you this yet, which is mad given that it's Rock and Roll Football I was on the same train as Ross Barkley yesterday. What? Yes. Yes. And I saw the Millwall squad at Euston Station. So I got the train to Stafford yesterday afternoon. I thought, I'll travel at about two o'clock, beat the rush. Euston Station at two. Mobbed. Oh, my word. Anyway, the Millwall squad were all there in their tracksuits in the middle of all this mess. Then I'm on the train, and uh, the ticket inspector and the guy doing the trolley are chatting to each other. He's going, Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley. I said, Ross Barkley went, you got good ears. So he's here on the train. He said, yeah, yeah, he's down there in the baseball cap. But he doesn't want people to notice him. And then you could hear everyone going, Ross Barkley. And then people started ringing each other from the train going, I'm on the same train as Ross Barkley. Barkley. No, he plays at Chelsea. He's played for Everton. He's going up north tonight. But you know, the worst thing is, I was so excited when I was like, Ross Barkley, amazing. I said, oh, where is he? He said, oh, he's down the other end of the carriage. I thought, I can't be bothered. <laughs> And what I would you I'd, do? I wouldn't have said anything. It was just to sort of clap eyes on him. <laughs> but I couldn't... I was like, yeah, I can't even be bothered. I couldn't even be bothered to go and have a look at Ross Barkley. Yeah, well... Does that make me a bad football fan? No. Or just a normal person? I, I'd find it difficult to get excited by a modern player on a train like Ross Barkley. I, that, that wouldn't do it for me. <laughs> modern player on a train sounds like a really bad snakes on a plane. <laughs> Like, if that franchise gets to, like, 30 films, just some modern players on a train. Yeah, it does, see, if it, I was thinking to myself, if it was Sterling, I'd get excited. Mm. Or Kane, I'd be like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. And I'd gone down there and go, oh, hi, how are you doing, mate? Yeah. We'd have had a chat. Yeah, Danny Welbeck on the central line. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'd love to meet Danny Welbeck. <laughs> on a train? Yeah, anywhere. <laughs> Danny, if you're listening, <laughs> call me. <laughs> um, but, yes, have you ever almost met a footballer? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So a let mo- us know. A modern one. Any? Yeah. Any? Have you almost or been near and then thought, oh, maybe not, or you haven't been bothered? But, like, were you in the shop the day before John Barnes went in for a pasty? Probably at the <laughs> seaside you, at Daisy Night. But would you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, how would you know? Yeah, how would you know? Yes. Uh, yeah. I realise this is quite a hard... <laughs> Have you ever almost met a footballer or been near one? Yeah. You must, I mean, maybe apart this from morning, game. Maybe this morning. Yes. Have you seen a modern footballer doing something this morning? Great no, idea. Very specific. Very specific. <laughs> been so this specific. We're going to get no replies. <laughs> Text us on 8, 12, 15. Tweet us at r and Football. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast. 
disaster for Leicester. What's happening, Chris Skull? Fulham have lost their last five away games, but they've just equalised at the Walker Stadium. Leicester won, Fulham won. Uh, deflected goal from oh, well, Harry Maguire own goal, it could be. Oof. One for the dubious goals panel. I've got Harry's name in an envelope. And I wrote it there at the start of the season. Do you remember that one? He, um... <laughs> that, the Liverpool FC documentary. <laughs> oh, the most remarkable. It was a puff like, piece. Like, the yeah. whole thing was like a propaganda. But that moment you're referencing is Brendan Rodgers at the start of the season <laughs> said, I've written in this envelope the name of the player who will let us down this year. And at the end of the season, I'll, I'll tell you who was in it. And then at the end of the season, he goes, there was nothing in it. <laughs> and they're all like, yeah. oh, man, I wanted it to be him. <laughs> I said it was you. It was definitely you in there. And he's only doing that because he likes you. Your teacher's pet you are. Now, after I almost saw Ross Barkley on a train yesterday, we have been deluged, flooded with yeah. stories. Uh, what are the picks, Chris Skull? Um, well, Twitter, uh, Periton Engineering, Kevin Phillips spotted in Durham, Sainsbury's this morning. Another Sainsbury spot. Troy Deeney walking down Dean's Gate with a Sainsbury's bag today. Uh, and that's the text from Jim. He says, not sure about the contents. Uh, Dublin Airport, someone said uh, they, they thought they saw John Barnes and they turned out they did see John Barnes. <laughs> Looked like um, a short John Barnes. I like that. Yeah, It can't uh, have been the real one. He was too short. <laughs> we saw that short John Barnes. <laughs> and then I love this one from Corinne he said he went to see the Mary of Newbury years ago and when he signed the visitors book just under where he signed was Theo Walcott's signature wow, wow. that wow. is cool that is big and I, I, last time I did this show afterwards I went, I went to the Cotswolds and I went to a restaurant and I sat down for dinner who was on the table next to who came in on the table next to me oh Daisy Knight's got a guess Beckham. the entire Beckham family wow. David Posh Romeo, Brooklyn, the oh other ones. Oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I know, and it was really stressful because you're just listening to their conversation. And did you chat to them? No, of course not, no. Did no, you not, to, did you not, not do that dinner, thing? I think that's sacrosanct, isn't it, dinner? Yeah, but when he got up to go to the loo, were you not like, oh, I need the toilet now, and then go, oh, oh wow. Time hey, I run. Hey, <laughs> beat the trap. Third man run. Or whatever. <laughs> Someone else has got a Beckham story. Duncan says, I don't follow football. I was eating. This man walked up, said, do I want a photo? Told him to go away. Turns out it was David Beckham. Yeah. But you don't say where you were eating. I mean, if it was in your house, yes, I'd tell him to go away. Yeah. If it was on the terraces, was it out in the street? Um, and we've got, a te- we've got a tweet from Edward who said, just now he's seen Jose Mourinho walking past Harrods. Huge. Absolutely huge news. Wow. Uh, Flady says, I was in the seat behind Thomas Kuzak on a plane back from Portugal to Manchester a few years ago. He has the blondest wife and children you could ever imagine. <laughs> but how do you know what I could and couldn't imagine? Oh, no. Oh, no. News, Chris Scott. Oh, my word. It's Cardiff 2, West Ham nil. The 40-point party is officially cancelled almost. Oh, we're tipping Iron Brew into the toilet <laughs> as we speak. There is no dandelion and burdock. Oh, mate, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, it's not going to happen today, is it? Who knows? Just over half an hour to turn it around. Whoop, whoop. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. These stories are coming in. Keep them coming in. Text them to 8.12.15. Times you met or almost met footballers. Sam says, I cooked Viali breakfast at a golf club. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> Sam, let us know what he had. I once, I met Viali once. I used to take um, an autograph book and a, and a football to Forest Games because I had a season ticket in the stand where they had the players' car parking at the main stand. So all those years ago in the Premier League, I'd get all these Premier League footballers' autographs when the opposing team's coach came in. And I wanted Viali's autograph, but he was still on the team coach. 
and he hadn't got off. So I waited and waited and then sort of knocked on the door. I said, oh, excuse me, is, is Mr Vianney on here? He said, yeah, yeah, he's at the back. Um, I said, I'd like to get my ball signed. And the stench of cigarettes coming off that coach was like, <laughs> when they opened the door, it was like... It's like dry ice. It's like the start of a David Copperfield show. <laughs> there was so much dry ice came out, so much cigarette smoke came out. And he was just like, oh, sign it for you. So I just walked down, he signed it, and I walked back off. Yeah. That was the man. Well, I've got a couple of good Viali facts. Oh, yes, please. He's got, he can grow a full head of hair. You know he's not... No yeah, he can way. Grow, he can grow... What? A and the other thing is uh, he's got three toes on one foot and four on the other for a total of seven. Hang on, and is that because he's had them? Did he have gangrene, or was he born I think he was that born, way? He was born that way. Wow. Yeah. There's so much to think about. <laughs> so why did he go for a skinhead then? Uh, well, now I think about it, I'm pretty sure someone just told me that, and I haven't done <laughs> any due diligence. Wait, you can't. You well, didn't just do well, that on national radio, <laughs> Chris. Go. Ofcom are going to be all over us, mate. I have a bit of evidence. Uh, Paul Kincheski. Hearsay, conjecture. Paul Kincheski has a full head of hair. What? what, what? Like, right, that, you so sure it can you're be double- done. Right. Players have had... <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. I've got a great fact about Viali. On reflection, it could be a total lie. <laughs> Who told you this, then? I can't remember. Someone, someone at some point. <laughs> Gianfranco Zola. There are pictures of Viali with an afro. Like, he's got a full <laughs> head of hair. He's got a massive head of hair. Yeah, but back in the day, maybe. And then he went started balding. Well, he's, he's defined his look now, but, I mean... You... Presented that fact with absolute assurance, then backed immediately out of it. Can does anyone out there know? Is Fiali naturally bold? <laughs> Text us eight to fifteen tweeters at R and R Football. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast. More signings of uh, sightings rather, and signings. Oh, there's a goal in the championship. Get in. Yes. Oh, yes, please. Nottingham Forest one, Hull nil. Oh, get in. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Oh, you know, I was just thinking as I got up, well, this chair's quite high on my high chair, and um, I was just thinking, you know what, we haven't had a forest goal on this show for ages. And here we are. There it is. Come on. Please don't concede one now. Oh, that's good news. That's cheered us all up, hasn't it? Not that we need a cheering up. Um, more sightings of footballers, Chris. Yes. Um, we had Daniel Johnson said he, he saw Nicky Butt in Pizza Hut a few years ago, managed to get a photo, but also the one I really liked... Uh, um, Gary Richards, who said, I met Ray Parler when I worked at Toys R Us Thurrock in 1999. Wow. That is cool. It's, all, it's literally all happening. It's all kicking off. Um, did, did we get the... There's more detail on uh, Gianluca Vialli having uh, oh, yes, eating please. at the golf club. He had uh, a full English and a donut. <laughs> That's the sort of breakfast I've had, I'd have. Yeah. You know, sometimes for breakfast... I tell you what, I remember once when I first started visiting London... I came to a place called Fuzzy's Grub near London Bridge and I had a half roast dinner, half full English on the same plate. So I had bacon, sausages, beans with a Yorkshire pudding, mashed potato, stuffing. Oh, it was amazing. (laughs) One of the best things I've ever had. Uh, Someone here says, uh, Kitty on Twitter says, I once saw Ian Dowie on a train getting cross with the lady next to him as she kept getting up. Does that count? (laughs) Yes, of course it counts. <laughs> I mean, how often was this person getting up to, to enrage the man, Dowie? Well, yeah, exactly. Old-fashioned centre-forward. <laughs> They're like, 
Likes to be calm on his trains. Well, they're usually moaning at people to get up, aren't they? Not get down. Or maybe, oh, no, I suppose rappers like people to get down and, and footballers <laughs> like people to get up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's easy to get confusing. those two mixed up. <laughs> Daisy Knight is laughing at me like I'm a, a fuddy-duddy, which in itself makes me sound like a fuddy-duddy. Fuddy-duddy. <laughs> if you use the, word, the words fuddy-duddy, yeah. you are fuddy-duddy. fuddy-duddy. I'm a fuddy-duddy. Um, get down. They don't say that anymore, do they? Is that why you're laughing? What, what do rappers say these days? Keep it clean. Um, got murked, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a fuddy duddy would get murked. Um, uh, Tommy Tucker, can't be a real name, Tommy, but I appreciate it. Oh, if it is, by the way, Thomas Tucker could happen. Tommy Tucker is, uh, there used to be a, a Greasy Spoon Cafe in Stapleford in Nottingham called Tommy Tucker's. He said, I met Glenn Hoddle in Schiphol Airport. I was legless. Got him to sign my discharge book. He raised an eyebrow. <laughs> he raised an <laughs> eyebrow. Didn't still signed it. <laughs> oh, good old Glenn. Oh, oh my. I'm still, I'm still um, loving the fact that Viali had a full English and a donut. Yeah. And presumably a full head of hair as well. We, can, we can't confirm that. Mate, yet. that fact, you're just going to have to let it go, Chris. <laughs> I've been looking at a Google image. You can see the seeds of a full head of hair, even though recently he has shaved his head. You can, set, you can tell it's still there. At the back. At the back, all over. Good coverage. <laughs> you're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Ooh. Astonishing drama in the Premier League, Chris. Yes. Well, let's go to the Championship first. Nottingham Forest 2-0 <laughs> up now. And then come a couple on. of goals in the Premier League. First, Jemmy Vardy's just put Leicester 2-1 up. And why don't you come on over Jan Valerie? <laughs> it's Southampton 1, Spurs 1. Oh, I'm so happy today. What life. Oh. oh good, My word. It? It's so good. What is life, as Jesse Lingard once said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this even football? Time for paperback striker. Paperback striker. Paperback striker. I will read four excerpts from a famous footballer's autobiography. Chris Skull has to guess who they are. Mm. As do you. Text in eight twelve fifteen as soon as you know the answer. I may read them in the accent of the person. I may try and psych you out by using a different accent. The accent may be a red herring. Here we go. David Hurst, I didn't want to be anyone else. Once I had a ball at my feet, which was every spare moment of the day, by the way, I became the legend who played up front for the club that I loved. Okay, okay. Okay. Quite opaque at this stage. <laughs> The early 90s was a great time to be a Wednesday fan. They were enjoying a golden era in which they'd emerged as one of the top clubs in English football. In 1993, when I was six, they visited Wembley four times in the space of seven weeks. Presumably for games. <laughs> they just really loved the stadium. So the whole squad would go down. They loved the key rings. I reached into the thin blue carrier bag pulled out the first can of Stella and cracked it open. It was 11am on Bank Holiday Monday. The streets around Leicester City Centre were quiet for the next seven hours. A needle loaded with ink was going to be jamming into my ribs, stomach, hips and back. A four-pack was my anaesthetic. Okay, okay. <laughs> Here we go. I can't say why it started, 
because I genuinely don't know but I decided to drink a glass of port on the eve of every game in the 2015-16 season I'm not normally superstitious but from the moment I scored against Sunderland in the opening day I didn't want to change anything I fill a small plastic water or a Lucasade bottle to halfway and just sip the port while watching television so I will ask for you I will ask you um after the break, do you have any idea at I, the moment? I think I, I think it's one of two people. Can you mouth to me who you think it is? Oh, I'm not sure. I, I couldn't make out. You say there's such a bad system. This, but just to let you know, we got to let you know before we, we before we hold you over. Incredible scenes at St Mary's. Pochettino has never lost to Southampton at St Mary's since he became Spurs manager. But that record might end today. Southampton two one up against Spurs. James Ward Prowse. And more news from St. James's Park as well. Oh, wow. Unbelievably, it's now Newcastle 2, Everton 2, oh. the equaliser. Wow, that's how it's happening up there. One of the best days of football in the history of the sport taking place here on Rock and Roll Football. Text us 8-12-15 and let us know who you think is the paperback striker. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast. <laughs> Goal-based carnage across the island of Britain. Chris Skull, what is happening out there? Well, we said we wanted, we were supporting Blackpool today. They're 2-1 down at home to Southend. It's all going wrong. Oh, no. However, oh, um, no, no, goals no. at Leicester. They're now 3-1 up to Fulham. And remember, Everton were 2-0 up against Newcastle. And Newcastle haven't won five in a row at home for 15 years. They're now 3-2 up. Oh. They've turned it around at St James's Park. Wow. Madness there. And don't forget, we've, had a, we've got a, a listener there. Oh, watching yes, the game in the Everton end. Yeah, that's right. And last we heard from him, he was off to get a pie at half-time. <laughs> for, our, for his sake, I hope he hasn't gone back to his seat. He hasn't been back in touch. Let's hope he's OK. <laughs> Forrest are now winning 3-0. An Damn insane well. few minutes there. They've banged in three goals in very quick succession. Very good news for me. Millwall have just pulled a goal back away at Bolton. And as if, as if it can't get any better, I've just found out via Twitter that uh, Ryan Sullivan was once in the same train carriage as Steve Claridge once. <gasps> wow. Steve Carriage. <laughs> oh, what lovely. a time to be alive! Now, paperback striker uh, Martin, the exiled Scot- uh, Scotsman in uh, Birmingham, gets in touch. He got it right. Uh, Chris, ask yourself, who do you think the, the paperback striker was? By the way, uh, well, I, I missed the bit where he was a mo- like a modern player. So <laughs> my guess is we're either Mark Bright or Chris Waddle, because that's the only Wednesday players who could have written an autobiography. I thought very However, good logic. However, he was merely a Wednesday fan and Martin, the, the exiled Scotsman in, in Birmingham, he's going touchy. He, he's right to see, by the way. He's right to see, uh, uh, it was Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy, Wednesday fan. Yeah, and Leicester player, crucially. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, a truly incredible day in English and British and Scottish. <laughs> I didn't want to leave anyone out. Just an amazing day in football, Chris. Yeah. We've crossed over to Chris Carl for the classified football results. Let's go through it. In a lunchtime kickoff, Crystal Palace 1, Brighton 2, Cardiff beat West Ham 2 0, sadly. Huddersfield Town 0, Bournemouth 2, Leicester 3, Fulham 1. Newcastle came from 2 0 down to beat Everton 3 2. And Southampton came from a goal behind to beat Tottenham 2 1 at St Mary's. Um, and then we were following Blackpool. Sadly, it looks like they're going to lose 2 1 to <sighs> Southend United. But better news for you, 4D, because Nottingham Forest have beaten Hull 3-0 that is a confirmed final score could Um, do the playoffs this year could do the playoffs imagine 
promotion party. Although you thought you could have a party today and you didn't. Yes, so... Shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't mention the P word around here, <laughs> the word party. Oh, man, Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here today. Thank you for having me, Fordy. Loved I'm it. so sorry that... I mean, of all the teams to lose against, there are very few teams in the league it would have been worse to lose against. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. I know, but what I mean is you were, you were justified. You were justified in, in being so hopeful. In buying the cakes and putting the bunting up in the studio. Oh, mate, OK, we're going to take the bunting down. We'll see you next week. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, Chris, what a ride. What a ride. Taking it, you know, we talked about Jesse Lingard questioning the fabric of his existence. And after all these goals today, I'm really beginning to question the fabric of my own. Not least because a Cardiff West Ham well, oh, mate. was not expecting that. No, uh, it's hard that that, um, that that hammer blow happened today. But I, I can't see you going down this season. That would be fine. It'd be fine. You'll all be fine, and then we can just have that party at uh, a future date. But thank you all so much for getting in touch with your stories of almost meeting or indeed meeting footballers. If you've got a story and this is the first, if you're listening to this podcast and didn't listen to the show, then email it football at absoluteradio.co.uk and to the same email address if you'd like us to support your team next weekend. Am I forgetting anything else? Um, if you've ever cut Gianluca Vialli's hair and you can <laughs> update us on his afro, please do. Yes. Please do. Is Vialli naturally bold or has he just <laughs> opted for it? It's a choice. It is a choice. This is such a mad fact. It, I want it to be true. <laughs> yes. So, if you're listening to this and you know the answer, please do get in touch. Um, but for now, Chris, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Matt. Thank you for having me. I'm sure we will ride again. Yes. <laughs> and um, yes, if you could subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, review it, and be nice about it to people you meet. Don't go slagging us off, mate. Draft. <laughs> 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 Rock and roll football. Podcast done. 